You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from a dimension based in 2023. Looking back on the mid-season of season six has been amazing. And we couldn't be more thrilled about the future of this show. This show being Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Not just Rick, not just Morty, Rick and Morty podcast. The and is important. The and should not be left out. Absolutely. This show. This show. This show. (laughs) Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. I am Brandon. I apologize for that introduction. You see, this is the first show of 2022, (laughs) and we are not we are not in the the right headspace right now. We didn't time travel, Brandon. We didn't time travel into the future to look back at 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 a season from a year ago that is actually... Hopefully, less than six months away. No, from, from now. Unfortunately, unfortunately not. No, I lied in the intro. I did. It's what do we, what do we say about that? We have always been a hundred percent on honest in all of the locations that we've been coming from <laughs> in our intros. Every every intro, we've been perfectly honest. But times have changed. It's a new year. I'm not, I'm not willing to sacrifice my integrity for for your jokes Brandon. that was that was my new year's resolution was to lie in every single episode <laughs> of this show and so far and i'm doing pretty good yeah who knows by the by the middle of the year it's probably gonna you're probably giving up on it but for now it's <laughs> january uh and this is international rss thanks thanks everybody for for tuning in uh yeah we are we are in a dry spell. Ooh, um, not not much to be said uh, on on the Rick and Morty front. We are we are still keeping ourselves busy over on Apathetic Enthusiasm. If you uh, have have room in your podcast, uh, you know playlist for for another podcast, highly recommend checking out Apathetic Enthusiasm, the other podcast that we do. But uh, yeah, we're back with some some Rick and Morty times. We're we're, we're, we're gonna. T- we're going to take a look at uh, at a favorite character of ours, uh, but before we get into any of that, let's let's go through all of our social media shenanigans. Of course, you can find us on Twitter, Twitter. at Rick and Morty Pod, uh, on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Rick and Morty Podcast, uh, Instagram, Instagram. Rick, and Morty, <laughs> Rick and Morty Podcast, uh, and then of course email, email. Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, on the internet, uh, Reddit. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know if you were going to interrupt me or not. Uh, rickandmorty.reddit.com. Our subnet Reddit, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com. And of course, our website, rickandmortypod.com. That's right. Uh, we're streaming live. Streaming live right now. Our faces on the internet over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can also find video versions of the podcast over at youtube.com. Twitch and YouTube. Apathetic, yeah. Apathetic Twitch and YouTube enthusiasm. and our web and our website. Twitch, Twitch. Also on Rebbit. Rebbit. We're Rebbit. <laughs> Go to go to ribbit.com. Coming to you live uh, from a world where Rebbit is the <laughs> place yes, to be. Right. Uh, get those updates over on the Ribbits. <laughs> uh, all right. You can also uh, support the show financially. Uh, buy a t-shirt with our face on it uh, over at apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop. That'll take you to our tea Public page. Uh, or you can support the show directly, patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Great way to support us. Uh, and anytime we've ever, you know, 
given a link or said like RNP 15 or something. Yeah, do those things too. Why not? Why That's not? right. Why not? That's right. And also head over to blueberry.com if you want to start your own podcast using the code AEPOD. That's Alpha Echo Papa Orangutan Delta. Delta. <laughs> Delta Force. Use that code for a free month of hosting it. Blueberry.com. That's what we use. If it's good enough for us, it's good enough for you. That's right. That's what I've always said. If it's good enough for me, it's good enough for the gander. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, are you are are you are all all loosened up? You ready to you ready to talk about Rick and Morty for a solid however many minutes we can we can muster? I think I think we can go start this show, Travis. But before we do. How the hell are you doing? I mean, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I got Omicron along with everybody else. Um, not me. Well, almost everybody else. Not, not me. yet. You got a you got a week and a half to go. <laughs> that's that's the bet we had. <laughs> I've got a week and a half from Monday, January twenty fourth to to get Omicron. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't got. I think. I think if you if you took the over on that bet, you're looking strong right now. But nothing, <laughs> you know, anything can happen. Yeah, that wave, that wave is 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 moving down. But you know, there's still time. There's still time. There's time now. Um, no, I'm doing good. I'm. Uh, we. If you if you have not been listening to our other podcast, uh, we got really hard into uh, 3D printing over the holidays. Uh, <laughs> Brandon and I both got into 3D printing, so been making all kinds of fun little uh, knickknacks and things, and yeah, just staying staying very busy with with some some casual hobbies. Very, very good, Travis. That sounds good. If you are interested in hearing our shenanigans over the holidays. Go check out Apathetic Enthusiasm, the podcast that started it all over on Ooh, your over 200 episodes podcast of podcast app of choice. And if you don't want to listen to us talk, well, then you can listen to me get asked a bunch of questions about what superhero power I would choose and why it's teleportation by Matt for well over 25 minutes on oh rounding, the bases. <laughs> rounding the bases. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Check it out as well. Um, all right. Well, I think without any further ado, it is time to get in the f- into the first segment of this show, something that we like to call semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. Shump. Black, black. Shump. Shump. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Some of my news. Here we are. Here we are. Um, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, if you go out to Google and you search Rick and Morty news, let me tell you what you're gonna find. What are what are you gonna what are you gonna find, Travis? Tell me, tell me what you're gonna find. Tell me what I would find if I followed your I'll direction. Look, uh, uh, a lot of clickbait for starters. Okay. A lot of clickbait. Will there be a oh, season sh- six? Will there be this? Will oh, there be shit. that? Oh uh, shit! I'm, I'm, I'm. Did you look it up already? Or? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up because you told me to. This is this is the preparation that you have done for the episode. You are <laughs> you didn't now in semi pertinent news looking up <laughs> to see if there's any Rick and Morty. News. You didn't tell me that you were gonna go through a. <laughs> rick and morty news bit 
here here are the top five hits for this is semi-pertinent news here are the top five hits on google if you look rick and morty news up then click on the news tab here's what we got comicbook.com rick and morty set season five release date on hbo max one day ago uh ooh, this is actually this is actually not a bad bit of semi-pertinent news but Rainbow Six Siege gets a new Rick and Morty collaboration. There's a there's a Me Seeks hoodie that you skin that you can get. And there's also a, a Gromflamite uh, K Michael skin that you can get for Rainbow yeah. Six Siege. The third the third hit Rick and Morty mocks us with season four mystery we need solved badly two days ago from Bleeding Cool, and then CBR. Rick and Morty, 10 times science, didn't make any sense in the series. Okay, okay. And then the last one, the last one to round them all up, Rick and Morty versus Solar Opposites. Royland wants to know who you got. Ooh, based on his Instagram post. I yeah. know what that's referencing. Oh, yeah. semi-perts yeah. there, Travis. What? Can, can I tell you something about that Instagram post? Yeah, let's uh, do it. Uh, Justin Royland posted a drawing on his Instagram of a non-model Rick and Morty uh, squaring off against uh, the main characters from Solar Opposites, and in that post, you know when you're when you're scrolling Instagram, you usually see about like two comments, like two like big comments, and and then like you have to actually click on the post to see everybody else's comments. Sure, yeah. The second comment on there was from like a Paris Hilton, and it was just like a heart emoji or something like that, or like a heart eyes emoji, and I was like. What? Paris like, or Perez? Paris Hilton? Huh. And I and I clicked. I I clicked the account. And sure enough, it is the Paris Hilton from, you know, the 90s or what or late the, to, the early the, 2000s. The good life. The good life. Yeah. House the, of Wax. The, sure. Yeah. Cameoed on Supernatural. Okay. All of those things. Because she was in House um, of Wax with Jared Padalecki, who was also in Supernatural. I apparently <laughs> also a huge Justin Roiland fan. Yeah. Um, or at least enough. Or one of the people that runs her social media uh, is a big <laughs> Justin Roiland fan. I, so. I have gotten to the point with Paris Hilton where I, I, I've gotten past the point where I dislike her because I realize now... Yes, she was an, an heiress. She rich. Her family. She comes from rich family, sure. but she was never as stupid as she made herself out to be for publicity's sake and the show and all that sure. type of stuff. And playing a character, playing the role, probably play, playing the role. Now I can see through that, and I I have an appreciation for her. I'm not going to say I love her. I wouldn't. Especially when Chelsea's listening out on the chat. <laughs> Chelsea's not listening to this podcast. No. Um, no, anyway. I, uh, yeah, I just found it. I just was really surprised. Those, those, um, anyway, anyway, so those, those are the top links in your semi pertinent news. Um, <laughs> we also have some exclusive news in your Butterbot update. Here he is right here. Little, little Butterbot. 3D printed. 
if you're if you're listening to this podcast, Travis just showed his 3D printed butter robot on camera. You're missing out. Go to twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm Mondays, every other Monday when we're recording this show, or go to youtube.com slash apathetic. All right. Fast forward to this far into the podcast, 12 minutes, and you'll have just missed it. Um, all right. Butterbot update. Uh, for those of you that have pre-ordered your butter robot you are excited for digital what is it digital dream labs uh to 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 produce uh this 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 butter robot um we have an update uh the electronics for for the robot are the robot uh, are lined up and and good to go and uh by march hopefully that all of that should be taken care of and they should be moving into production full-on production of these robots so um this this has been something that has has been exciting to kind of follow along and and we're very thankful to uh jacob hanchar uh who is the CEO of the company who continues to to hit us up with with updates about the pr- progress of, of the Butterbot and yeah. um, we're just really excited to see the final version of this uh, come out and for some of you who have been waiting so patiently uh, to to get these in in hand I, I think they're really going to be cool once uh, once it's all said and done. I think they're going to be fan fantastic and I think they're going to be well worth the wait for the folks who have already pre ordered them. Uh, folks who eventually, as Mr. Don Cobb mentions in the chat, wants one, eventually they'll be available for for more folks. So uh, I know that I know they've put a ton of work in. I know it's been delayed a long time uh, for this reason, that or the other, but it's going to be it's going to be super cool. Um, so, yeah, go on, Jacob, finish, finish it up. You see the finish line. Oh. Do your do your celebration run as you're you know you lift in your I saw a video on uh, in uh, LinkedIn I saw a video on LinkedIn the other day Wow to, no That's not the other day today today as a matter of fact it's this two, very day and it was a, a marathon in Barbados and these two women were were running side by side arm in arm and they're just like they they slow down and they're like yeah they're about to cross the finish line and some woman behind them just sprinting passes them wins it wins it because the two other women slowed down for it don't that's jacob hanshaw right there he's that he's yeah. that he's that last person who you know these other these other he's companies crushing it to the finish he's <laughs> he's he's running all the way that's right. that's right that's right check out my post on linkedin.com slash <laughs> rick and morty pod no, uh, not yet, a, not yet a LinkedIn presence for this podcast. Maybe, <laughs> maybe something we can explore in the future. Um, it is, it is late January. It is, it is January 24th as of this recording. Um, but it's been a while, been a while since we recorded an episode of Interdimensional RSS. So, uh, it's, it's, we're just outside of that holiday bubble, but we, we have to mention it's Rickmas time. The uh, Spencer Grammar, aka Summer, rap that came out uh, right a- right around the holidays, uh, where Summer raps a ton of name drops uh, in um, just a short little clip that uh, yeah the- they decided to record and release uh, celebrating uh, this Christmas season uh, in the most Rickmas sort of way. Brandon, do you recall? Do you recall? All the way back to like a month ago, uh, hearing this and your and your thoughts thoughts about the uh, the rap. I d- I do remember this as a matter of fact. 
because whenever we get a notification from Adult Swim and or Rick and Morty, I pull it up on my Twitter and I retweet first and then actually see what they do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, I I will push this message further. But I'm I'm not there yet. Regardless of what it says. <laughs> regardless of what's actually in it. Yeah, yeah realist, realistically, Twitter needs to put out one of those disclaimers on every Adult Swim slash Rick and Morty tweet. And it says, have you read this article <laughs> before before you pushing this out? This is Rick and Morty disinformation, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do. I do remember it. And I I remember thinking how how cool it was. Just as far as the, the amount of name dropping that that goes into it. And there's a music video. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube there. I'll try to put a link in the show notes if anybody goes to the show notes to, to read things. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. A little bit of content in, to tide us over in December. Yeah, I got I to gotta give props to Spencer who, I mean, we've had, we've definitely had Rick rapping on the show uh, before. Dan Harmon um, has has played a jazz rapper um jazz and, and, style <laughs> there's there's definitely been uh various songs by justin Roiland and dan Harmon um on the show but very cool to see spencer getting in on the in in, in the mix here and 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 rapping for uh, a little holiday special that was cool that's right that's right uh, of all the voice actors that are that are on the show spencer consistently is the most excited to always be there and yeah, do yeah. what and do whatever she can to be a part of the community and do things for Rick and Morty. She genuinely feels like one of the biggest fans of the show in terms of people that are cast members of the show. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Say, I think she likes it. Say for us in season six. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for our cameo in season six. <laughs> through season 10 where we are murdered mercilessly Gosh. and that would be the peak if if they could that would that would be the epoch and of, they, of this podcast yeah if yeah. we got murdered on rick and, and the meta is stop listening to them they're dead to us <laughs> okay. we, we, we've talked to enough producers we can make this happen that's let's, true that's true that's true let's send an email all right all right well uh, any other semi-perts my friend there oh, is shush there that was that was that was loud oh what, what happened what happened i clicked the the link over for the oh. dan Harmon social media <laughs> minute and it immediately started playing and it was oh loud. well i don't have the audio for the dan Harmon social media minute so it's not going to be on the live podcast or the crappily edited one well i'm going to force you to get it for the audio version Shit. So. Shit. yeah Shit. all right all right well with that in mind travis take us into the dan Harmon social media minute mm. Dan Harmon, he's wearing just jumpsuits on his social media. It's Instagram. Social media, man. <laughs> uh, all right, here's the deal. Uh, Dan Harmon, he's on the social internet. He love love Dan, love Dan, but he's wearing a lot of coveralls and he's got that beard. Um, like COVID's doing weird things to Dan. I mean, he's losing ton of, tons of weight. He's, he's looking great. He's, he's in great shape. Uh, and apparently he's still house sitting for his friend Dylan. Uh, and in the most recent post, 
Uh, this this is a a little video of the inaugural VO booth song. Uh, apparently, Dan's friend was using the entire room for clothing storage. Uh, but no, Dan has decided to turn it into a voiceover booth, and he recorded a little song uh, for for people to check out. First verse, inconsequential, not putting a, a lot of mental energy in it. I'm kind of phoning it in. I'm kind of phoning it in. This is the refrain. This is the part that will remain inside my brain when the rest of the song has come and gone. So there's about half of the song for you, about 30 seconds, Brandon, you have to pull, uh, of, of that VO boost song. I got to tell you, it sounds amazing. It sounds great. Um, yeah, I, he's definitely done a little bit of post-processing on that. Brandon, you know all about that. that I, do. Business. I do. Um, but yeah, so, so Dan has built himself a sound booth in the house, which I don't know. Let's, 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 let's hypothesize here. Do you think that that is, intended for upcoming seasons of animated series where he's doing voiceovers. And I mean, I'm assuming the writer's room is still probably over Zooms. And this gives him the opportunity to also now record voiceover or, uh, you know, character voices from his house. If I know anything about California and our COVID protections right now, N95s, Lots of social distancing again. And yeah, realistically, if voiceover artists can get solid voiceover booths, professionally made, they don't, they never have to go into a sound studio. The only, the only thing that they would need is some direction, but you can still do that over, over zoom, right? You can, you can still direct voices over zoom because it's, it's voices. No, I need more gusto. Cowbell. (laughs) Gotta have more cowbell. Gotta have, gotta have it. Uh, So potentially sure. Yeah. But what about Dylan? Is this for Dylan? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how long Dylan is going to be gone and have his house sat by dan Harmon, but when he comes back my goodness where is dylan house i I don't i don't know the meta of the dylan house sitting thing no because we've talked about it on this show yeah i've I've, I've forgot (laughs) i've forgotten about it yeah dan's doing tons of home renovations and he tags all of his home renovations at uh, as house sitting for my friend dylan and most of the posts when he's talking about remodeling is talking about remodeling his friend Dylan's house. Yeah. But where's Dylan? He's uh, in Russia. House sitting implies that the person is not there. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't babysit a baby when the parents are there. Otherwise it's not babysitting. It's just, it's hanging out. Dylan's on vacation. Dylan's on vacation. (laughs) And when he comes back, that house is going to be totes diff, man. <laughs> this is a this is a mystery that we will continue to unravel here on interdimensional. We should, RSS. we should start a companion Instagram <laughs> that's just uh, Dylan on vacation, and it's just a bunch of vacation photos of Dylan's adventures while Dan house sits for him. <laughs> I can't wait to do that. 
and get Harmon Block 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. Um, all right. So that's going to be semi-pertinent news. If you have a, a semi-pertinent news story that you think is worth mentioning on a podcast, Unity, you know what to do. Send us a tweet uh, at Rick and Morty Pod or an email, rickmortypodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, we'll maybe we'll show up on a future show if we ever make another show. We will. <laughs> we will definitely be back. Um, all right, Brandon, that's going to do it for semi-pertinent news, which means you know what time it is. Bum, bum. It's time for the main thing. Main thing is main thing. main thing. main thing. It's main 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 thing. Main main thing. I've been I've been I, I never knew how to slap bass, you understand. And oh, yeah. Steely Dan, there's Deacon Blues, great, great song. There's a, a point where they talk about it in a, a couple documentaries about he uh, added added some slap bass uh, to the back of actually peg it in the, the back. The back there's a slap bass, it's very very subtle. Steely Dan. They didn't want slap bass in that song originally. So the bass player, the session bass player that they had for that album, he actually turned his back to Donald Fagan and Walter Becker and just subtly did some slap bass in the in the background. And I've always been fascinated about that, but I've never been able to play slap bass. You understand, Travis? I have started trying to learn how to do some slap bass because I also started listening to more Primus, who I know as Big Brown Beaver. Shout out. Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it uh, we're talking let's get about into it. this is uh the main thing we're talking about slapping bases <laughs> we're talking about rick and morty but specifically today we're talking about bird person something we didn't mention in semi-pertinent news uh, that i wanted to kind of joke about as far as retweeting things without watching from adult swim and rick and morty they actually posted a video on youtube about the life of bird person and it's you know about a five minute video talking about all the times we've seen bird person and we thought why don't we take it back we used to do character deep dives very early on in the show we haven't done one in a while we might have started doing this kind of towards the end of the this the season five here but let's do it yeah. again let's talk about bird person travis so originally aired all throughout the five seasons written by Dan and Justin and of cavalcade of others directed by adult swim. What is the bronopsis? Do you think? Uh, the bronopsis that I filled in was child of air and land with wings and hands, (laughs) uh, more than just a bird. Uh, also a person. um, yeah, yeah. Check out uh, the Story Train episode for for the full version of that song. Um, but clearly not the time Rick and Morty were most musical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so we're talking about we're talking about Bird Person. I mean, the Rickternal Friendship. Uh, that episode we talked a lot about Bird Person, um, but I I felt like it was important to go back and really look at the the entirety of of the uh, interactions that we've seen with bird person and and now after you know season 5 we we have a much better sense of um Rick 
and bird person's overall relationship and just sort of how 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 they met and and how their relationship has evolved or devolved uh over the years so um yeah yeah i don't know any other introductory thoughts before we dig right in no i th- i think we should just jump right into it we spent a lot of time on semi pertinent news so <laughs> oh, yeah yeah you know we're not going anywhere we're not going uh, well well and so thanks to uh returnal friendshine um we we do have the opportunity to um go back and look at 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 Rick's best friend right like and 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 he they talk about it in this like it is Rick's best friend and and at, we've talked about it a long time on the show but relationships are hard for Rick and so um for him to kind of openly talk about this person that's so close to him um it's kind of a big deal it 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 is it is kind of a big deal we see it we don't see it in, at the um the end of season 1 but we do see it in wedding squanchers just in the uh, when he reacts about his big moment was at the battle of blood ridge and uh, against the gromflamites that was his that was his major accomplishment or or, or his defining moment right? i forget what the exact line is yeah. and uh even that like that's so early on because we don't really get any more elaboration until you know some story train pieces and and of of course a returnal friendshine uh yeah 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 uh so he 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 lashes out in that moment and that's our first kind of like oh okay clue now with the context of all these different episodes that there there there's something deeper there's there's a friendship there and um you know he doesn't he's not ready to talk about it but he's ready to get into people's shit when they uh yeah i i feel like even in it. even in wedding squanchers like and and maybe it's just the pacing of the episode like obviously rick's dealing with his own emotions and 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 situations throughout that episode and and by the time he kind of has resolution it's like you know what? Yeah, he's 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 my best friend and if if bird person loves Tammy, I love Tammy too and and all of that is sort of undercut very quickly by Tammy revealing her true identity and then, you know, a bloodbath ensues. So so even then like we don't get to fully appreciate the relationship between Rick and Bird person until um Phoenix person arrives, right? And at the at the end of season 4, uh, we we see that Rick isn't a great dad, not knowing which clone of Beth is is yeah. his real daughter. Um, but he talks about being a, a pretty good friend, right? And he's gone and collected the bits and pieces of Phoenix Person to be able to to bring Bird Person back, and uh, and then we revisit that in Returnal Friendshine. And so, if, um, yeah, if you look at the if you take those two moments and combine them as far as context goes. Him kind of defeating Rick, defeating himself and just saying, look, if if bird person loves Tammy, then I'm good with it. He doesn't really support it. It's true. That's that's what he feels like he should be saying. That's what he that's what everybody wants him to do. He's just letting. Okay, All right. I'll I'll say it. And in in some ways, he, he doesn't really grow in that friendship until until we meet him again with Rick Turnell. Sure. Um 
And and even and even then, you know, bird person calls him out on his shit at that point in time. Yeah. Because he's still a bad person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. I mean, even even if he grows, he's he's still a bad person. Um, but okay, so let's let's go back. Let's start at the very beginning, uh, which is actually not the beginning. It's the, it's the it's the most recent episode. But this is where we get our flashbacks to the early years of of Rick and Bird Person with uh, the. The first meeting, right at, uh, at at Burning Man, I think is is what it was called, um, a, a version of Burning Man, uh, where Rick is is handing out free hits of some sort of hallucinogen, and and this creates the the first interaction between Bird Person and Rick, where they meet. Uh, Bird Person is uh, how they say down to clown or something, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And, and yeah, and they start a, a a small friendship. We uh learn as they as they are rushing back through these 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 memories that they actually form their band, the Flesh Curtains, at that same event. They get really high uh and with, with Squanchy on drums uh create their band the Flesh Curtains. Um and then, yeah, and then from there, they sort of start off on helping each other out with their various rebellions, whether that's Rick fighting off a, you know, uh, uh, an entire council of Ricks uh, or or a bird person trying to rebel against the Galactic Federation. They're 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 in it together uh, in these early days that 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 they are. And it it's very we're going to see this time and time again. In this episode, as we talk about Bird Person and Rick, that there are very huge similarities between me and Travis in the sense that, you know, Travis, we met at Burning Man, we, we met we met at Burning Man. We are considered terrorists in, in many, in many <laughs> sure, places sure. In, the, in the world. And <laughs> and we don't like each other currently. Yeah. But. Yeah, you're but an emotionless uh, automaton. <laughs> no, yeah, they they've they've been they've been through a lot together, and that's that's what Returnal Friendshine, the lore drop episode of the entirety of, of Rick and Morty, really was. That's what that's what it showed us all the beginnings of what made a friendship. And I don't think I don't think necessarily without that episode we wouldn't be so kind of clear on on what they meant to each other and some of the, the kind of deeper conflicts that they had. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, of clarification and motivation uh, in, in, in that episode. We, we see a scene where the Gronflamites are basically attacking bird person's home world. And it, it, it gives context. It gives, uh, an understanding of why bird person would choose to rebel against the galactic federation and you know choose to fight them and it's because his home planet was attacked by these people um when he was very young and 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 so for for rick it's less about necessarily hey let's go and stand up for freedom and 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 take down these you know these the this evil government as much as it's i think bird person's cool he's a cool guy this is what he wants to do let's go do it like we could go do anything but if this is what he wants to do like sure because 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 i respect this guy 
Yeah, I, I thought I thought you were going to go a little bit further with that. But I think that's a really good point in in that way that he's just, at that point in time, Rick is just kind of going with the flow uh, of things. He yeah. his his mission to kill all these other Ricks. He's gotten to a point where, uh, OK, whatever, I'm just doing doing this. I'm having I'm having fun, having adventures. Um, and and bird person had has a purpose. He had a purpose at that time to fight against tyranny of the Galactic Federation. Uh, now, this all culminates at the Battle of Blood Ridge, where uh, there is a point in that that episode where we see what the big falling out between the, the two best friends ends up being, which is at the core of it, Rick wanting to go do other stuff and being free. And we don't have to do all this, this uh, freedom fighter stuff. And for a person still, still wants to. And in that moment, and I like that you put Rick was vulnerable and it is admitted his respect for bird person, but not fully reciprocated. I want to say it's it, not that it wasn't reciprocated, but that bird person still had a purpose beyond yeah. uh, just having fun. But sure. the vulnerable piece, I like that because if you go back and watch Wedding Squanchers, Rick, at the end of it, says, that's what I get for putting myself out there, being vulnerable. And what yeah. does he do? He runs away. He runs away. He finds three different planets. <laughs> they they don't like the Screaming Sun or he doesn't like Cobb Planet. Yeah. They end up on the small on a Cobb. Can't have that. <laughs> but no he, offense, Dom Cobb. No, no, no offense. But he runs, he runs, he runs away. He's vulnerable. He showed he's vulnerable. And then he runs away. The same exact thing happened at Blood Ridge as in Wedding Squanchers. Just a little bit different situation. Yeah. And I think, I think it, uh, it's interesting. It speaks a little bit to bird person's loyalties, right? Not bird person is is such a great friend for Rick to have really because he's Rick is so self-destructive. So, you know, internally tortured by things and doesn't, doesn't share, doesn't communicate how he's feeling effectively most of the time uh, as evidenced by many of his uh, therapy avoidance uh, procedures and, and mechanisms. But uh, <laughs> that was weird. Middle whistle in my throat. Um, but, Bird person is always by his side, right? You go all the way back to the party that Rick and, and Summer throw at the end of season one, and bird person's there to help pick up trash and give context to Morty, like, hey, this is what what would love a dub dub means. Like Rick is acting out, but it's because he's emotionally tortured. He's he's going through this stuff and and he sticks around right he, i mean it, when when rick walks away at blood ridge that that's that's an opportunity for for bird person to to be like all right uh, that's it for you but you no know, he says like i light the beacon and i'm and i'll be there right like if you light the beacon i'll be there so he's he's sticking it out he's 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 loyal to his friend he is loyal to his friend. Yeah, yeah. And I have to think what that relationship is between Blood Ridge and the first time we see him in, in Rixie business, where he you know, the light beacon, he's there. There's there's all this time that that's passed. 
we all have friends, good friends that were once better friends that were best friends that just people change or you, uh, you, you maintain a level of, of tolerance and understanding that somebody is not the best person in the world, but they're still my friend and I would still do anything for them. Right. And, and that's, that's what it seems like with, with bird person and Rick, like they're, with the context of all the episodes that we've seen with him, it's a, it's a friendship of he's not a good friend, but he's still my friend and I want to take care of him and I'm there for him. And then you see each other at a party and you're like, Oh, cool. We're we're having fun. But it's, it's just not the same as it was back in the day. Even, even inviting Rick to his wedding was it's, it's what I should be doing. Right. I should be yeah. I should yeah. be inviting this guy who is a major part of my life to my wedding to see me get married. And and I'm going to say this, if you go to your friend's party and you meet the person that you're going to marry at that party, if you don't invite him to the wedding, <laughs> come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, what, I, that's I what, know. That's what that's what we bird person call a dick move. <laughs> I I I will say that there is a a bit of a gap in time in terms of the history, the the known canon, right, in the show between Blood Ridge and that party at the Smith residence at the end of season one. There, there's not much that's that's explored like there, there's not a lot of oh and then they got back together and did this thing or, or that i i happen to think that they maintained a friendship of some sort throughout that period and i mean if you if you look back at scenes when um what was it the uh get swifty episode mm-hmm. uh where where morty ends up portaling to the bird planet yeah there's 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 more pictures there's there's more stuff uh that of of rick in that house right so i feel like the relationship continued we just haven't explored or seen all of those moments and and maybe we don't need to i think i think we've seen a lot of you know the 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 major touch points in in their history to kind of get a sense of of who they've been to each other in the past and uh and where they can go you know, in the future. Yeah. Sometimes friendships aren't the same. Even when, even when we're friends, sometimes those friendships don't end up being the same as they were in our youth. And that, that doesn't, that doesn't change that we still have kind of nostalgia for what we used to do. And we still do things. I still, I still, I still see you from time to time, but it's not the same anymore, Travis, which is another mirror of this episode (laughs) um that's right that's right now well let's (laughs) go go, i i think i think you want to transition and i'm fine with that uh you we have in here talking about tammy right you you kind of you kind of you kind of mentioned it already if if he's at a party and meets the love of his life that he's going to get married, he has to invite Rick. But let's talk about Tammy a little bit because that that is a huge part of his lore now. I, and I think it's important because the fan base, Tammy's easy to hate, easy. obviously, uh, with with the betrayal, right? But even even after that, 
it's 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 a complicated sort of love, right? Because a Phoenix person exists. They they make sure to bring him back and she goes right back to loving Phoenix person even even after betraying him. So, yeah, she was a, a deep undercover agent for the Galactic Federation who betrayed and became a villain. But that relationship was real, very real for Bird Person uh, and always was. And and yeah. I think that's even more evident in the way that Tammy is handled in those memories on uh, the Returnal Friendshine episode. He he gets really emotional in those memories. And, you know, there's a scene where he's on on a rooftop looking down at them, like at a, at a, at a, at a cafe or something. And he like cries and, and bird person is known for his lack of emotion early on in the, in the series. And so to yeah. see that sort of stuff come out, um, I mean, I think, I think that just adds to the level of seriousness for bird person and his, uh, commitment to that relationship yeah it is it is very very tragic and it reminds me of people who are in relationships where they love people that don't love them back and they 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 have love they have love towards a person but the the person whoever they're with the evil person the piece of shit person just does not have the capacity to to love back, but that doesn't stop the person from loving them still. Right. Sure. And uh, so that, that, you know, that's, that's kind of what that reminds me of. Um, you have, you have in here asking whether or not Tammy intentionally wooed bird, bird person in Rixie business. What do you, what do you think about that? Do you, do you think that was just a target of opportunity that, that she took in that moment? I think it's possible. I think, um, I mean, there's a line in one of these episodes where Tammy gets frustrated that at Rick, I believe, for having to be undercover as a teenager or as a high school student for two years. Right. Um, Which would be frustrating to any of us. In a certain Uh, sense, I am just a deep cover agent. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, That's that's a great line. Um, But, yeah, I think. Maybe, you know, she befriends Summer to get close to Rick. That's that's one way to get close to Rick. But who is even closer to Rick than Summer and Morty? Well, this guy, Bird Person, who shows up to this party, has known Rick longer than, you know, Summer and Morty combined. So, yeah, it there the, a theory could be postulated that uh it was a target of opportunity bird person shows up she doesn't necessarily know bird person's going to be there but you know say bird person doesn't answer the beacon maybe she's with gearhead maybe this whole <laughs> maybe this whole situation goes a different way maybe slow mobius and tammy are the are the are the are the are the it couple right um so yeah it's it's possible they had some inside intel that that bird person was going to be there. But uh, I think, I think she was definitely there to get closer to Rick's inner circle. Mm. Um, And bird person showing up was, was the prime target in that situation. And she acted fast. (laughs) Well, well, she, she tussled her hair to make herself look drunk. That's right. Uh, (laughs) So, Hey, 
oh, Tammy's wasted is what Brad says or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, am, am I, I kind of like the, the unofficial story of the me seeks episode me seeks and destroy. That's the first time we see Tammy. That's when she meets summer. That's when she knows some kind of intergalactic stuff is going on and that leads her to Rick and all that, all that type of stuff. Right. I, I, I like the logical yeah, progression there's a, of there's a bit that... of a loophole there right or a, a, a paradox because if that's the first indicator that intergalactic intergalactic stuff is happening then yeah. how is tammy already there right so yeah i don't know it's yeah but yeah. she definitely she definitely gets closer to summer in that in that moment that yeah that, that we see for for sure for sure and she doesn't play flute so summer has yeah. wants it wants to hang out that's with her right that's right i i have i have a question about going back and i'm sorry this is going back and forth talking about the emotional aspect of bird person after after he turns into phoenix person he he starts off very robotic and then once he's Phoenix person, then he's emotional. And then we see in Ricternal Frenchine that he is, you know, obviously he's crying there. My question for you is after rewatching uh the episode of the Wrangler Jeans and and we see we see Rick and, and Phoenix person fight, it seems as though we assume that Tammy had brainwashed bird person to create the phoenix person but it almost seems like bird person is is in his right mind he's just kind of pissed off in general about what's going on that's that's possible yeah so do you do you think that or do you feel or you know just throwing this out there do you think it's not even brainwashing it's just that's that's who he that's who he is and I, I definitely think that there's some element of brainwashing or or memory removal and things like that um, because because it's called out explicitly in Returnal Frenchine, um, hiding the 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 bird baby uh, in his wow. subconscious and things like that. Those those are direct points to how the Federation messed with his mind and mm. and and affected his 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 thoughts. But I, I do think there is a a part of BP in PP uh, <laughs> that uh, that you know is like mad at Rick and mad for how things shook out, and he he talks about you know when Rick says I I kind of always wondered uh, who would win if we ever fought, and Bird Person says, well then you've always been a bad friend. Like to me, that's that's a cutting jab almost more you know brutal than than some of the physical punches that they'd been throwing right and so um yeah i i I think i think phoenix person is emotional and there's there's obviously parts of bird person still you know kicking around in there so i think i think it's impossible to separate the two Mm. okay all right fair fair enough fair enough you bringing up facts and details from that one episode that I did not watch in preparation for this podcast. So good job. Got, got, got him. Research. (laughs) Well, well, shoot. Yeah. Let's let's talk bird baby for just a second. All right. Um, Because, because the reality is, and it'll kind of put a bow on this, uh, you know, 
the Tammy saga. Tammy is dead. Tammy is gone. She, oh. she... <laughs> oh. come here, big man. <laughs> uh, Jerry, get some of this. Jerry, the only one with the real arc that episode. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, never, never knock your your uh, you know psychology, your therapy puppets. Um, <laughs> they may come in handy someday. Um, but big reveal that uh, that Tammy and Bird Person conceived a child uh he was near infertility but there is still time and yeah there's there's a baby out there somewhere in galactic federation hands i think this makes for an interesting future with bird person one if they if the writers decide to do some sort of episode some sort of jailbreak you know i know we've already tackled the heist you know, sort of idea in, in the show, but they, they could do something where they go in and try to rescue bird person's kid, or they skip all of that bird person just takes care of it. But now bird person is like a domesticated dad who is just more focused <laughs> on raising his, his bird baby, um, which I think could make for also really interesting or, or funny episodes in the future. So excited to see where they go with that and how Rick's relationship with bird person continues to, to change and grow uh, through, through that phase of life. Whatever happened to predictability, the milkman, bird person, intergalactic TV. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you miss your old rebellion <laughs> friends when waiting just around the central finite curve. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I, we're gonna I, have to write that. We're gonna record it later. <laughs> it it be it would be interesting. I wonder. I wonder if that the way uh what what what's her what's her name what's the kid's name? I don't think it's ever spoken. I don't okay. think they, they 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 I don't think they say the name. Yeah, ba- baby bird, uh, child bird. <laughs> Uh, Isn't there a, a post credit stinger with the baby? No, no, that's what the that's what the memory and the babysitter Rick's Rick's memory and the babysitter. Uh, yeah, no, well, because it shows her going into the the credits where she is in the prison, and then uh, the guards are talking about her. Right? Okay, uh, yeah, that's the part I didn't watch. That's the part I missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. Uh, apologies, so apologies to our listeners. I don't remember if they said it, her name, but regardless. It could be, it could very well be a, she's locked up and she doesn't have a mother. She doesn't have a father. And that, that ends up, you know, forging her path to to villainy even, even more so. I just watched Looper and just, just throwing that out there. You know, what, what happens if, if somebody's not there to support you, you become a villain and you try to kill Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, okay. There you go. Spoilers. Let's, let's, uh, let's rapid fire through a few, uh, quick questions before we, before we get out of this segment. Yeah. Um, overall, we've talked about this relationship between Rick and bird person. Um, I feel like bird person has been a good friend to Rick. Do you think Rick is a bad friend? I don't think he's a bad friend. If we're being honest, I, I don't think he's a bad friend because I think that if Bird Person asked him, needed help, Rick would Rick would put himself out there for him. Rick sat Rick sacrificed his 
convenience of emotional stability to say, yeah, I support your your marriage. Sure. Which is and and, which, and and he went the extra mile to to bring Bird Person back from you know the remains of Phoenix Person. So I, can, I mean, I I think he's committed in that friendship. In that I way. can I can tell you that being a best friend of somebody and going to their wedding to support a marriage that you don't support at all is is something that friends do for each other. <laughs> and and I'm not going to say Did you write the same speech that Rick had? <laughs> where you, no. where it says crumpled up and then you didn't improvise. I wasn't given the opportunity to give a best man speech. Good. They told me you can't do the best man speech. It was it was a great time. It was a great time being there. Good and times. good times. <laughs> Moving on. Um uh, did look look did, for the account wedding squatchers on Twitter. <laughs> where I, or well, somebody probably live tweeted some things. Maybe, maybe. Uh, how do you feel like distance impacted their friendship? I, I don't think it was. It was never physical distance. It was always emotional distance. Yeah, yeah. Fair That's enough. All. That's, That's all. That's good. Because there's there's ways to be physically distant and still close, Travis. Tell me about it. <laughs> you, me, and. Facebook Messenger makes three. Uh, <laughs> um, do you, I mean we? I mean we sp- basically spent the last half hour talking about this. But any any other thoughts on how their friendship has changed over time? Do you feel like it's matured? Has it has it developed over time, or is it, or has it but mostly remained the same? It has changed. It is. It has changed. It will continue to change into a more mature relationship of course rick is now going through all this stuff with the central finite curve and and what that means with him and and morty and we'll see in season six what that actually means but i would imagine that that also has something to do with his friendship and his relationships with jerry with beth with summer uh with unity (laughs) i don't know pick uh mr booby butthole any number of people maybe maybe he'll go on an apology tour We'll see. Hundred years, Rick and Morty. <laughs> Rick's apologizing. What, what are your What are your thoughts about predictions for the future of the the series? Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely see some stuff happening with uh, Bird Parenthood. Um, I'm excited to see. I, w- I would love to see all of that play out in like a full episode arc. Honestly, uh, if y- you joke about you know '90s. Yeah, sitcom uh, theme songs and things like that. But that is that is, I feel like a a genre that we haven't uh, paid homage to uh, quite in the show. Like, yeah, you could do a whole laugh track sitcom sort of, uh, you know, sci fi adventure type thing uh, with bird person being a dad. Yeah, you could you could have a whole episode about that. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, that, that could be fun. Um but yeah, I just would continue to like to see bird person around in Rick's life. And, um, you know, we, we spent a lot of time exploring a very lonely Rick in like that, you know, those season three, you know, periods and for him to have a best friend sort of back and available, like, what is he going to do with that? Is he going to, is he going to focus on, growing that relationship or is he going to just continue to focus on himself yeah 
Well, we'll definitely have to see how that turns out in the next couple or seasons. Two crows. <laughs> two, we focus on two crows. Two, two crows. Two crows. I have I have a question. This is not explicitly bird person, but it's something seen in wedding squanchers. We haven't seen squanchy since wedding squanchers, have we? No. Nope. Uh, in, in a in a canonical uh, no. sense. Right. Again, I mean, yeah, only in flashbacks and and, the, and that sort of thing. The last time we see Squanchy, two things happen. One, Rick calls Bird Person his best friend, and Squanchy gets pissed off, and it's a throwaway gag where he takes his his BFF, Rick's BFF wristband off and throws it on the table. Unhappy. Then all the shit goes down with, with Tammy. He he turns into Mega Squanch and he pins down Tammy. And that is the last time we see him. Yeah. My question is. When are we going to see Squanchy again? And is he going to be a good guy or a bad guy? You think Squanchy's alive? I think he. I think he's alive. Yeah. Okay. No body, no death. Um, Comic book rules. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, let's 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 go. Let's go. Season six. Let's uh, the return of Squanchy. Maybe maybe some maybe he is cellmates or or in the same galactic prison uh as as bird person's kid and uh i don't know maybe maybe that can help they get the band back together the flesh curtains play again <laughs> you know one more time do, so. do will he will he be a good guy or will he be a bad guy when we see him again i think i think he's still squanchy i think he's still yeah i don't think he's changed okay i think he's still i think he's still himself okay yeah. all right all right yeah. all right i i'm going to go the route just to be devil's advocate here I think he's going to go the route of being kind of that uh, neutral towards antagonist to Rick, just in the sense that he has Tammy pinned down. He felt betrayed by Rick in that in that small little moment. And, you know, we all know how small moments can escalate into to much big butterfly effects sure. of moments. Sure. sure, sure, sure. And Tammy is manipulative enough to maybe convince him that. Uh, he should get Rick. I'm just throwing it out there. It's it's all it's all theory here. Take. Interesting hot take. We'll see uh, over here. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. <laughs> um. All right. That uh, I think should do it. Well, one one thing that we we really didn't dig into, and and I mean we've talked about it in in past podcasts, but um that is that is a whole lot about Bird Person based on the show itself. But if you if this is somehow, you know, piqued your interest in bird person and you want even more bird person content, uh, there's a there's a comic book for you. Uh, check out the uh, Rick and Morty presents bird person uh, comics uh, written by friends of the podcast. And uh, yeah, go 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 read those if you if you want some more bird person uh, storylines. That's uh, that's that's the plug for that. That's the plug. Alex Fear, Fred Stressing. Go check it out. Check it out. Uh, by, the, by, right. the, by the way, we didn't talk about it in semi-perts, but just a plug. There's a bunch more comics coming out uh, for Rick and Morty that are coming out all the time. Fred Stressing is still in, in there. Uh, Kyle Starks, I think, is, is has another one as well. So uh, be sure to be out, be out there on your lookout local comic shop. That's all. Yeah, check it out. Okay. All right. It is now time for the final feature in this podcast, listener suggestions and short outs. 
Brandon, I want to tell you a little story about this segment. <gasps> I I sent something to my wife uh, in the last like month or so, being like, "Oh, hey, look at this this person that we we're talked about in our listener suggestions," and she said, "You spelt suggestions wrong." <laughs> <laughs> And I said, you obviously don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> uh, Travis, the red squiggly tells yeah. you that it's r- yeah. spelled wrong. <laughs> Did you mean shout out? Um, all right. Anyway, uh, out in Twitch land, uh, obviously, thank you to to the folks that are watching along live. Oh, gosh, I clicked the wrong link again. Dan Harmon started singing again. Um, but 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 a big thanks to Macintosh Mads uh, for following us over on Twitch this week. Um, yeah. Thanks to everybody that continues to follow and or subscribe over on Twitch. Yeah. Thanks to Mr. Dom Cobb for for joining us tonight. Also, have a good day face uh, who was not anywhere in any of my stories tonight nope. so thank you for everyone who, who's hanging out all, all the also all the comments that we get on youtube as well thank you for that uh we do have an email out there uh this is this seems to be an every couple of month email and you always remind us that we should look into the comics uh, i got an email well we all got an email uh from old kasuki Ohara who says, when you're going to start reviewing the comics, there's also Solar Opposites. Stop holding out on us. We will stop holding out on you someday. We, <laughs> we, could, we could explore Solar Opposites Season 2. We could. Um, I, I stopped watching it with Rick and Morty. A, I stopped watching but, it with a kid uh, because I'm like, oh, this is oh. <laughs> yeah, I only watched the first couple of episodes of Season 2 if I'm being, being real honest on that. I'm glad you're um, being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're being real honest there. Yeah, we, we we can. We can. We can get into this whole Rick and Morty versus Solar Opposites. That's a topic into itself. Thank you, Justin Roiland. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Write it down. We have something to talk about in a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to short out specifically by name Pink Duck Princess Yu Yu, uh, who, is, who is giving a whole bunch of feedback and comments over on YouTube. Thanks. Uh, thanks for continuing to support us over on YouTube. That's right. That's right. And one last shout out to all of you that are still listening. Not live, but just in general. Thank you all for listening. We're all in this together, waiting for more episodes of Rick and Morty. It's going to be great or it's going to be bad. But no matter what it is, we're going to be there together and we can't wait for more of it so thank you all for listening we appreciate you i am brandon you can I'm follow travis us, you can follow us on rick and morty at rick and morty on rick and morty pod on twitter he's at Juggalmino. i'm at barnyard cruise and until next time i think we are out of here okay bye bye did it brandon we did it. an episode